I'm Callie Crossley, and this is a special web edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. One of our absolute favorite shows here at Under the Radar is our annual review of quirky holiday songs with Mike Wilkins, intrepid music collector and radio engineer for the radio program The World. Each year, Mike brings us a carefully curated mixtape of rescued vinyl one-hit wonders and whatever background he can find behind each track. But inevitably, some of those origin stories stories are lost to the dusty used record bins of analog history. When that happens, we turn to all of you, our loyal listeners, to see if we can trace these songs back to their source through your collective memory. Such was the case with one of our favorites from this last year's mix, Little Red Top by the Glenn Cross Sextet, featuring Jane Sharon and introducing Larry Ladd. And you delivered! Joining me in the studio for this special update, Mike Wilkins, radio engineer for WGBH's program, The World, and quirky holiday music collector and archivist. Hello again, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Callie. It's, it's not before Christmas, and we're, we're talking. This and is we're wonderful. talking. And reintroducing Larry Ladd himself. Welcome, Larry. Hello. Good to be here. I'm so glad to have you. So first, I thought I would start uh, with just a little background to bring people up to date who are not familiar with your usual habit mm. of scouring everywhere and looking for these songs. So uh, give us a little background on how you got started doing it and why you do it. So uh, 30 years ago, I was a poor radio disc jockey and looking for something to give to my friends and family and came up with a no novel idea, I thought at the time, which was to take some of the non-commercial Christmas music, stuff that was never going to make it to air, not uh, radio viable, and uh, put it on a, a mixtape and give it to friends. And some of it was rather odd and quirky, yes, no <laughs> doubt. And uh, it that's a tradition that is now 30 years. And uh, quite often, like you said, a lot of the, the stories, the history of uh, the, especially the one-off records are, is lost. And I have no idea as much as I can dig in this information age to get things. And such was the case with this particular record that we're discussing today, Little Red Top. So you, when you go looking, you're looking in vinyl stores, which have oh, come back. Yeah. You're looking online. You're looking in people people's personal collections. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I can. Uh, online is very helpful, but it's also you have to, you know, boots on the ground kind of thing. You mm -hmm. have to hit as many thrift stores, record stores, uh, used record stores, uh, flea markets, and uh, garage sales, yard sales as possible. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember if which where you got this one? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, the sticker is still on the um, on the sleeve. I got this at In Your Ear Records. They mm -hmm. used to have two stores. There's now only one over by uh, Boston University, and um, uh, on Commonwealth Ave. And I had gone down into the store. It's uh, down in the basement. It's it's just kind of dark and packed with records. I was talking with Larry earlier prior to our. 
uh, getting into the studio. And I said, I was trying to describe it. He said, just like an old bookstore, mm, except yes. with records. And I said, totally. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. I go in there every year. They have a, uh, a box of 45s. And they say, oh, it's it's that time of year again. And here you go. <laughs> and they give it to me. And um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that. But um, I found that re- this record was in probably among another 150 other uh, 45s. And it was a record label I didn't recognize. It was a song I didn't recognize. And somebody had actually handwritten Xmas with Little Kid Describing Santa Claus. So I thought, well, for $2, I'll get that it. seems like how could I lose? <laughs> exactly. And once I heard it, um, I had to include it. Yes. There is no doubt in it. So I want to go back uh, to our recent Christmas show um, and just let everybody hear our exchange then and when we're going to come back and then we're going to get the update. So here we are, an excerpt from our holiday music show in December. I'm always interested to find out what you find that goes way back. And this this next piece sounds like it does. It may not. Little Red Top mm. by Glenn Cross um, has a kind of 50-ish sound to me. Let's take a listen. A little red top on the top of his head. A little white spot on the top of the red. A little red top on the top of his head. A little white spot on the top of the red. Now who in the world can that be? All right, well, who is Glenn Cross? It's the Glenn Cross Sextet. This is where I actually reach out to your listeners because I believe that this is a very local group, especially to the Worcester area. Hmm. I don't know much about the Glenn uh, Cross Sextet, but the record comes out of a Heart of the Commonwealth label. And of course, Worcester is known as the Heart of the Commonwealth. And the vocal is by Jane Sharon. And what's intriguing me in thinking that it's also out in Worcester is that it was written by Furman Ladd. And it says, introducing Larry Ladd. There's a young Mm -hmm. child in there later on in the song. I believe Furman Ladd comes from the Worcester area. So I'm thinking someone out there in our listening audience within your listenership knows something about this song. So there we were in December. And then right after that, Mike, tell us what happened. Well, <laughs> the the show aired on Sunday. And on Monday, we kind of beat the bushes a little bit on social media saying, hey, if you haven't heard the show, we're really intrigued by this this one record. And we want you to hear it, listen to the show and help us out. And um, I really, for some reason, thought it would be t- it would take... <laughs> years before somebody said, oh, yeah, I remember somebody who knew somebody who knew something. About three hours after our kind of media, social media blitz, I get a message from someone claiming to be Larry Ladd. And on the record, it says, introducing Larry Ladd. So I'm floored. Absolutely floored. I let you know that I got this. Yes. Uh, Franny knows. My producer. Uh-huh. And uh, I called this kid. Kid no longer. <laughs> I have matured. <laughs> my and first here he word, is, Larry Ladd himself. <laughs> my first words to him today in the lobby was, my, how you've grown. Um, 
I am just beyond. Uh, I am just beyond words that uh, the word got out that the listenership and and everybody ancillary to that uh, responded. And to be honest, I hope you don't mind me asking, how did you find out? Well, that's what's that going to we be my question. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I wanted you to pick it's up your from show. there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Mike. It is. Uh, <laughs> I wanted you to pick up Larry uh, the story from three hours later. Then uh, Mike gets some information. You 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 introduced yourself to him. How did you hear about it, that we were looking for you? Well, Sunday afternoon, I received an email from a friend of mine who lives in Boston, Denise Wallace Spriggs, who uh, said, "Do you know anything about?" a record. Do you know anything about Furman Ladd? Do you know anything about Worcester? I heard it on the radio. And so I replied that Furman Ladd is my father. I, we recorded a record of a while back. Uh, how do I get in touch with them? And so then I listened to the broadcast and uh, then uh, sent an email, I believe, to Mike. Uh, the next day I saw a social media message and responded to that as well. But the, the initial uh, news to me was from somebody who was a listener that day. Mm. Oh, so we post a show on Fridays that airs uh, uh, on Sunday nights. So I'm glad that you got that message. So tell us all about, we know it's your dad now who's Furman Lad. How were you involved with this record? Give us the history of how this record came to be. Well, my father uh, was a musician uh, for uh, uh, much of his life. Uh, and he uh, was a band leader. Everyone dreams, I'm going to start a band when they're a teenager. And uh, he actually did start a band, uh, I believe, in his 20s. Uh, and that was in the big band swing era. And he uh, took on the stage name Glenn Cross uh, and was Glenn Cross and his orchestra or the Glenn Cross Sextet. Uh, and they played local dances. At those times, that was the big social entertainment for uh, people in their teens and 20s and, and 30s, they would go to dances in big dance halls in the area. And so he was one of the bands that played in the Worcester area on these events. Uh, then he got married uh, and then had to get a little bit more serious about uh, making a, a more re a reliable and a continuous uh, income. Uh, so he started a record store, Lad's Music Store, you know, on Commercial Street in Worcester. Uh, and as part of that, uh, eventually he decided to uh, self-publish a record. And that's the core of uh, this record. He wrote uh, two songs, uh, one of which was the Christmas song, and on the reverse side is a love song called Winter Summer. Uh, and on the, the, for the Christmas song, Little Red Top, uh, he wrote the song, uh, r recorded it locally. Uh, I don't know who or wh who the singer is or uh, how he recruited that singer or what she is doing now, what ha happened to her later. I know nothing about her. Uh, and he uh, concluded as part of that recording that he wanted to have me be interviewed about Santa Claus. Okay, so now I'm going to pause you because we're going to play the part where you're on the record. So this is introducing Larry Ladd, Larry Ladd, our guest, in Little Red Top by the Glenn Cross Sextet. Can you describe who this is all about? Yes. Let's hear it. He has red pants, black boots, red coat, white band on his coat, and um, a white band around his hat, and a 
um, red hat with a little red white ball on the top of it. That's good. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> I remember uh, a studio that was in a house. It was not a studio like the one we're in now, but it was in a house. Uh, and we went into what seemed like a den uh, that had a, a, a microphone and two seats. My father sat at one, I sat at another. Uh, and there was a booth in the back with a person who had tapes. That, 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 that This was 1954, so there were, it was just a series of tapes that ran. Uh, and he interviewed, my father interviewed me, and that was the last I knew of it until I heard the record. Oh, my goodness. Now, dare I ask how old you were at the time of the recording? <laughs> Five. Do you want to advance to today? And that was 65 years ago. Wow. Okay. All so right. my voice has changed a little bit, Just but a bit. otherwise <laughs> I have maintained my youthful veneer and enthusiasm. I think it's wonderful. So did your dad name the uh, the label the heart of the Commonwealth for the reasons Mike thought because Worcester was known as the— I do not know. Okay. I do not know. Okay. Wow, this is really something to actually see the person. Every now and then, Mike unearths somebody from these records, and and it brings us the information, and it's so fun. Uh, this may be the beginning of a new career for you, may I ask? <laughs> you can pick up where you left off. <laughs> I certainly can't sing. Maybe I can talk. <laughs> well, it's a lovely record. I enjoy it so much. It has. I, I wish your dad had done more. But after that, he just said, forget it. I, he was done. Uh, he was done. He uh, s tried to sell this record ah. in his music store. So I remember uh, being in that music store and, and he had a, a stack of them and a little display. Uh, and I, I presume his hope was that it would take off, that it would be very become very popular. Mm. Uh, and at least it was popular who, who, with whoever purchased that record that ended up in the used record store that, uh, that Mike found. But uh, it did not sell enough. And so uh, I recall in your broadcast previously, you said somebody must have these records in their basement. Yes. And you have found the person <laughs> who has a box wow. of copies of this 45 RPM record in his basement. Now, did you go back and listen to it, the whole thing, after we did our show? I, I listened to the MP3 uh, that was on the show. Right, but did you go back uh, and listen to the entire song? I do not have a 45 oh, RPM oh. record player, so uh -huh. I could not listen to it. Okay. Uh, the, the tunes are still in my head uh -huh. uh, from those early days. Uh, they have stayed with me, and I even could... And will not, but I could <laughs> sing a small portion of the song that's on the other side. Interesting. It, it is still in my head. So when uh, we just played uh, Little Red Top with you in it, when was the last time you heard that? It was probably 40 years ago. Wow. Because you, you, when, when we started playing that, your face really lit up. It really did. It's it was... one of my favorites on Mike's um, mixtape, which this year is called Seasonal Silliness. <laughs> but, and maybe appropriately so. But, <laughs> but I'm just over the moon uh, that uh, this broadcast, your broadcast, helped uh, bring uh, shed a little light on this great part of the Commonwealth's history. You know, no this kidding. is a, a record store. How long was this record store in business? 
17 years. Yeah. Wow. In, uh, from the 40s, you said, through? 47 to 65. So yeah. It, it, 18 years. Where was it? It was on Commercial Street in Worcester, uh, it is net, which is now underneath the Worcester Centrum. Wow. Well, boy, times have changed. You know, I always tell Mike every year that um, uh, that we enjoy these songs. That he's he's an archivist, and it's really it really is about history. And so I always feel uh, very good on a, in a different way, not just because the songs are fun, but because we have uncovered some musical history as we go along. Do you feel that way too? I You're do. a part of it, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that must feel it's, kind of special. It's a pleasure to be part of it all. Okay, for sure. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on this show to give us the update. And I thank you so much for making the time to join us in this conversation. Thank you very much. Uh, That's Larry Ladd, and he is featured on the song Little Red Top by the Glenn Cross Sextet. And as you heard, that was his dad's group. So I'm so glad to have had you. And also with me, Mike Wilkins, radio engineer for WGBH's program, The World, quirky holiday music collector and archivist who first brought the song to us for our annual review of his mixtape this year named Seasonal Silliness. Thank you, Mike. You're quite welcome, Kelly. That's it for this special web edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. You can hear our show every Sunday at 6 p.m. on 89.7 WGBH News. We're on the web at WGBH.org News Under the Radar with Callie Crossley and available for download wherever you get your podcasts. Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of WGBH, produced by Francisca Monahan and engineered by Dave Goodman. Melissa Rosales is our intern. Our theme music is Fish and Chips by We Are Two Saxies, Grace Kelly and Leo P. I'm Callie Crossley. Thanks for listening.